welcome. This is a new podcast. We are Be A Fan Podcast. That's right, people. Do the right thing. Be a fan of the LCS. For that, I will say we had to put to bed the previous podcast, Live Evil. Sadly, that is that era is over. Therefore, that podcast is also over. But I'm back. This is Prime, your host. And I am bringing on new energy and also co-host Andre, who you all love and can't wait to hear from her. Andre, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Just chilling. <laughs> Just chilling. Happy New Year, by the way. This is our first time talking to each Year. other. Happy New Year. Right. Uh, hopefully, the New Year is starting off well for you. better that's always the fantastic answer right we're just surviving every single day and just hoping to get it to the next day but um we're so glad to have you here to kick off our first inaugural episode of be a fan podcast because we are no longer limited by just focusing on a single team we get to focus on the whole region and this by far best region of the entire league esports um universe People may disagree, but I will tell you, I am I am just big right. on the LCS. <laughs> <laughs> the LCS is the best. I am. Look, I live on this side of the planet, so I am going to root for NA till you know it no longer exists or something. Yeah. And I, I okay, I true, probably shouldn't true, say true. that because you know, I thought the Evil Geniuses was never going to go away, but here we are. <laughs> Uh, but we are here. Our podcast is just talking about, you know, if you are looking for a team, if you're looking to be a fan of a player, just as long as you're a fan, we're here to pump out content covering everything. So with that said, let me ask you this because you are here uh, and I'd love to ask you this question. How did you become a fan of the LCS? What was your memory? I think we have talked about this actually like before in mm -hmm. the the lead evil podcast uh <laughs> rest in pieces um but i became a fan of the lts back in 2015 and impact moved to north america so mm -hmm. i was like i was a fan of the korean league of legends <laughs> i started like watching first regional tournaments because i am from mexico in case Mm. anyone didn't know <laughs> i am from mexico so i watched the regional leagues but then i started watching korean league of legends and i was really really into um into that so when all the korean players started like moving for lpl towards lpl some moved to north america some moved to europe europe was rarer you know but like mm -hmm. um well i just followed a lot of players around them and that's yeah. how i ended up watching lcs in N which was NALCS in 2015. Right. And I just stayed. And ever since 2015, like, I feel like I slowly stopped watching other leagues and just remained watching LCS. Like, by 2018, I was purely and mostly an LCS fan, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And in the last couple of years, ever since 2021, I have worked really hard watching and keeping up with all the North American League of Legends, not only the LCS, but also like the Academy League, now Challenger League, and also mm -hmm. the Tier 3, which is the underneath. Even watching some collegiate League of Legends, you know, like trying to get myself involved in everything, like 
trying to get myself knowledgeable about everything that's North American League of Legends, and that's 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 where we were. But yeah, yeah, it started with Piglet and Impact, and Impact was a huge reason of why it was a little uh, uh, an evil genesis fan, right? Uh, Piglet yep. no longer plays Absolutely. the game, but like Impact <laughs> is like what? Impact is one of the those few players that that I was still playing from that time that I started watching. So hey, he's always, still ongoing. He's still I know, there. right? Th- this guy started playing in. In, I want to say in 2002, in 2012, mm. I mean, 12, sorry, my brain, my brain, my talking uh, some English ESL moment, uh, mm-hmm. in 2012, mm. and he's still going, it's, it's actually wild, like, it, and, and he's still at the top, top of the league, you know what I mean, like, absolutely, that longevity, like, obviously absolutely. Faker has also a huge longevity, but like, Mm-hmm. It's it's so wild. It's gonna come down to whoever retires first, and I might say Impact could outlast Faker. I I don't know if that's true, but you know if you're talking about, I think Impact. he said he wants to. By the way, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure he he did an interview about that. But like maybe someday we we'll talk about Impact, and I and I, and I have to remember to bring to look at that interview. Look, it's, I, yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's great too to be a fan, and not only that, you get to meet him. You met him in person. Oh yeah, that was I did. fantastic. He's he's a pretty great guy. Yeah. And they, players are chill, man. I've uh, heard that people meet with these players and they they love it. They then they they are uh, they look forward to meeting their fans too. And so, in the LCS, you have that opportunity too, especially if you are close to the LCS studios. You can go you meet close? these players. <laughs> I am on the opposite end of the country. <laughs> okay, okay. Have you uh, never been close yet? I didn't. I didn't take that chance when they were in Miami for that one season too. For that one season when they had the um, the finals in Miami. But you know, oh yeah, to... 20, 2018, No, when it, I think it was yeah, it was around seventeen yeah. or eighteen. Yeah, uh, Echo Fox. That was, was when it. Echo Fox was there with their yeah. with their pink pink right. pink uh, <laughs> that sports style jersey. That was amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My brother oh, you missed out on some fun. Yeah, it was Team Liquid Finals <laughs> versus Clutch Gaming, I think. Oh, no, 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 100 mm. and One of the red teams, How they did... were both red, so my brain is oh, little man. It was yeah, 100 Thieves versus out. Team Liquid. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the third place match was Clutch Gaming versus Echo Fox. Good memory. <laughs> Good memory. Good time. <laughs> I, 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 I remember that one. <laughs> that year, I think I was uh, following Echo Fox closely. Hooney oh my god, they were, they were my favorite. They are one of my favorite skills of all time. Echo Fox that year. Mm-hmm. Echo Fox with Hooney, Dardog. Hooney, th- mm-hmm. Dardog, Phoenix, Altec, Adrian with, yeah, Rick Fox still yeah. in the LCS. And uh, we, we've come from a long history and now we're trying to motivate you all to become fans. So yeah, that, that you know, great segue into that story. That's how I started with my LCS fandom. It was in through Echo Fox that year. Oh, wow. That's cool. I mean, yeah. I love Echo Fox. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. It was a transition to franchising too, because before then I was watching mm-hmm. just that's the, the championship. But that was the first year they were franchising. You know, things were becoming uh, new, fresh with all these players. And I would get to, you know, uh, learn about all these players. It was, it was just awesome. I, I remember that year fondly but you have a better memory than i do because i can't remember who who uh who was in the finals i know liquid was really good at the time uh and 
as well as TSM, but they uh, have to think about it. Yeah, TSM. TSM. TSM moves. Yeah. Bjergsen. <laughs> Bjergsen, <laughs> That's TSM. That's the year where TSM lost the Clash game man, in the <laughs> Oh man, that those are good times. And if if you are new to the LCS, because I know a lot of our uh, audience could be coming from the post twenty twenty year, right? When COVID hit, they got no other things to watch but esports. That never stopped. So we are here to bring some history. We are here to bring some freshness, and we are definitely going to use this platform as a way to get people excited. Whether you are want to be a fan of teams or a specific player, we are here for you. Because, you know, today I'll still tell you I am a Jojo Pion fan. I'll be that uh, player fan forever. And, uh, you know, as I'm here at Dundria, you're still Impact fan. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Impact is a very... How do I say? He's a very... I mean, I have followed him for like 10 years, so like (laughs) I will continue (laughs) to follow him. He's always going to be like a player that i really respect i really respect him a lot i really think he's like everything like his place all his uh attitude the way he works with people you know the way people talk about him it's just he's someone that i i really 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 love as a player and i i will continue to to root for him i am really excited to see him win another championship i know he can do it so <laughs> he did. Yes. He did. He did it like in 2022, right? So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he can do it again. I was, and you're a Jopion fan. I mean, I there was a time where I was recruiting Jopion fans. You know, like <laughs> back People in didn't know. Mm-hmm. back in 2021, I was like spreading the word of Jopion. It's like, do you know about Jopion? Guys, have you, do you know about mm-hmm. Jopion? He's 16 years old. He's playing in the GG Academy <laughs> team. Do you guys want to see this? And I was dropping clips on people. I was like, hey, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Isn't he the greatest thing you have ever seen? <laughs> you were doing the Lord's work. I am a, a big fan of Jopion. <laughs> he's he's and... just such... Also, I met him too. Like, he's, a, he's a great kid too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, he's just such a special player. And I think we're Absolutely. so lucky to have him in the league. Like we are so we almost lost him to Korea. No, we almost lost him to <laughs> Europe. Guys, right? I, I want you to remember that Europe was counting their their pennies and they're trying to figure <laughs> out if they could buy out Joyopion. And then we had like this random team in Korea who wanted to get him because I don't know reasons because they don't have <laughs> enough players. To, I guess they don't have right. enough mid laners in Korea, so they talked. No, let's get let's get Joyopion. <laughs> They just want to poach from us. See, this is why we're the best region. People want to actually poach from us. Real, real. You need to put that in a graphic. You need to put I that. Do. That's going to be a thumbnail. People yes. want to punch a region. That's what... <laughs> also, remember also that we have the best Western team, Western performing team at Worlds. Yes. I want you to remember that, that yep. we have contracts who's absolutely a beast, who completely dominated at Worlds. Lord. We are we we are the big brother because we won more. We we went further we, than we, EU. It, it I don't care what happens. <laughs> <So> we got, <laughs> we got, we got squeezed the most of it because it rarely happens, and it finally happens, and we got those two wins versus you two. We are the best region in the world. <laughs> Completely, there there you can't argue this against is, that. This is actually literally like that meme of the person who's like, what at the turn of this. You know, you know which one I'm talking about with the people in the standings. Is like, 
celebrate completely. Yes. <laughs> celebrating at the bottom. That's that's us about beating you two in that in that best of. But <laughs> but we gotta squeeze it the most we can, okay? <laughs> yes. We are still the winner until proven otherwise, and we are better than them at the international event. So it's never uh, it's never a bad time to be a fan right now. And speaking of graphics, you know, uh, if you like our logo, if you like uh, the podcast, it is all thanks to Waylon Turner at Dark Arcade Official on Twitter. He is the designer of both the previous podcast logo and the current podcast logo, and he is just massively leveling up in his. Uh, skill. So if you want a logo done, or if you are thinking of starting your own podcast or uh, any content, hit him up. He'll get it done for you. And he does it in a very, very professional manner. Thank you, Waylon. Speaking of which, the purpose of our show, we're, we're trying to also introduce some positivity, not some positive. We're going to have a lot more celebration of the LCS in a lot of ways. We have to root out the old you know, regime of fans who are just nothing but toxicity. So for that, in our show, we were going to be focusing on player of the week. We're going to be talking about teams that did exceedingly well. And we're going to, um, you know, dive in a little deeper with your knowledge, Andrea, of each player. You know, we get to know them beyond them as just a player. We get to know a little bit about their likes, their hobbies, what they do outside of, uh, you know, just being a... a an, Esports yeah, athlete. I do mm-hmm. know a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Having made a website that dedicates <laughs> itself to that, by the way, if you haven't checked out lcsprofiles.com, that's lcsprofiles.com. You can also find it on my profile. If you haven't checked out that website, go check it out. It's really <laughs> story for the random hey. ad. <laughs> <laughs> and you have put in a lot of great works in it. The, the graphics are clean, and you get to read their bios. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Look, book market, it's constantly updated every time we get new players, every time there's new upcoming players. And well, hey, right now, it's not that. <laughs> but it, will it will be soon. It will be soon. Look, I'm looking at the wonderful image of Danny, all right? Danny. Oh, yeah, we definitely added Danny, yeah. Mm. Legend. That's a legend right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, lcsprofiles.com. Wonderful work. You will find that in the show notes as well. So, yeah, if you have also other ideas of what you want to talk about uh, or what you want us to cover on this podcast, please feel free to hit us up. My Twitter handle is at um, be a fan pod. And yours is, are you, which one are you using, Andrea? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I just did social. find me at Edgy Hoon. <laughs> okay, edgy, <laughs> at Edgy Hoon. Yeah, yes. correct. We and you can let us know any thoughts, any requests you might want us to cover, anything you want us to do a deep dive on. Um, part of this show, this podcast, is I also like to, like I mentioned, root out the, the old toxic fandom regime. So one segment that I'm thinking about that should, could be fun is we're going to look out for social media presence, Reddit, uh, you know. Twitter or X platform, whatever they want to call themselves these days, and look for people who complain. And we're going to, you know, analyze it a little bit. We'll kind of tell them, hey, are you providing constructive criticism? You know, pointing out some things, or are you just a crybaby? We don't want any crybabies on the LCS. So that will be a segment that I think will have a lot of fun calling people out in that manner. 
and you are free to throw crap at me too. Uh, I have no problem with that. Uh, anything you want to add, Andrea, before we move on to talk about 2024 LCS? Nope. Let's All right. Go. This new year comes around with a lot of changes. So let's start at the top, at the very top. New commissioner for the LCS. To my surprise, Mark Z, Mark Zimmerman, is our new LCS commissioner. I I was very excited. I, I We know him as a personality on broadcasts, as, as caster. But what is your reaction when you first heard the news? On- I mean, I was surprised, definitely. Like, it feels like a different type of hiring. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels like it's focused on something very specific. And I, I really like it, to be honest. Mark is someone that has been involved in in the LCS for years in mm-hmm. many different levels. Like when I started watching, I'm going to go back. When I watched, started watching, he was an analyst for Team Liquid. Um, mm-hmm. He also was like a little bit of a coach for a moment. He said, I remember precisely his words. He said he wasn't meant for coaching because he didn't <laughs> want to deal with, um, you know, players being <laughs> players. <laughs> so like he realized he wasn't a good uh, people person. Uh, managing personalities type of person huh? so he moved on to different roles you know he was doing co- between coach analysts and then he started becoming more of a like a, a personality and then recently well he's been on broadcasts he's been casting he's been you know he's and he cast he also like has casted i don't know if people know that he has cast mm. uh games for academy mm-hmm. or for nacl so it's like he has been involved at different levels he has plenty of knowledge of all of the players he oh and how the league works and the broadcast side of the league all of the broadcast side of the league you know so it's like he's someone mm-hmm. that comes from within and has a lot of knowledge and has a lot of like he also has a lot of investment you know because this is his job mm-hmm. he's yep. obviously going to try his best like like this is his life you know so he's not going to be he's going to be looking for what to make what is the best possible for the LCS. So I think it's, yeah. a, it's a really good pick. It's definitely something different because we're so used to like more um, people who are, I'll just gonna write, I'll say like, higher like, ups. Uh, like people in suits, right? Higher ups. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, Jackie Felling was an amazing one, but unfortunately yep. for her health, but this is a really different step altogether mm-hmm. because Mark is well known for in both viewers' eyes, in long term, long time fans, and he's gonna bring a lot of new flavor. He, I think, he understands where fans are coming from and where viewers and all of that. And he also is you know, like he cares about the LCS more exactly. than it's just his he's job, done. you know. Correct. Correct. And so one of the first uh, things that he'll be dealing with is a smaller region this year as we already prefaced before Uh, two teams have dropped out of the lcs uh one of them being evil geniuses and the other surprisingly for me at least is golden guardians after their successful 2023 both of those franchises are now no longer part of the lcs it's so funny to me that the golden state warriors just (laughs) When they were starting to get actual return from their investment, they just decided to quit. It's like, it's like, yeah. bro, 
you were literally bottom of the barrel for so long and, and, and now you're actually good and you say, nah, peace out. It's so sad too. They just been out there like what their tenth was it tenth place, ninth place cur It's really sad, but like it's also like oh my god. Irony. Yeah, it's sad. Obviously obviously it's really sad because the Golden Guardians team was really good and like if they could have just kept the players. That roster even it itself was fine, you know? I mean, right. sure, they disappointed us at Worlds and like, well, not Worlds, the thing that was before Worlds and they <laughs> lost to BDS, which is like pretty shameful, mm -hmm. by the way. Imagine like, that's the last thing the Golden Guardians did. <laughs> oh my God, I will... That's... <laughs> I'm, I even wish that my worst enemy. Mean, imagine that the last thing you do in esports <laughs> is just losing to BDS. I'm sorry, that's so uh, sad. <laughs> that... Mm, mm. What can we say? Um, they had it. They they were a flash. Not unlike how EG, but EG kind of had a little bit better success that way. But, you know, these were the last two teams that really had an amazing spring, right? They both came from nowhere. No one gave them a chance. They won their championship and they made it to Worlds and now they're gone. So other new faces... Uh, NRG is not new. They came in last year, halfway mark yeah, through the summer. Yay! <laughs> right. They uh, somehow <laughs> took took someone of this pot's favorite uh, name uh, and also a legacy of the LCS, formerly yay! known as... And also iterated, mm -hmm. which was really fun for them. Yeah. Like, really cool that they renamed the Twitter account. And also, they have deleted all the CLG... <laughs> Instagram post, by the way. Cool energy. You're doing great. Sorry. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, we're happy about it, right? They, they, they just wiped out <laughs> a history. A big history of the LCS. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for the players. So like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Kind of weird actions from this organization, I'm not going to lie. Look, you are not alone in those thoughts. Friend of the podcast, uh, Sean DeJiggly Duffy, who is also a fan of the oh, CLG. Duffy. I love Duffy. Shout out Duffy. Very, very vocal. He Goat. was very vocal. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, NRG will now be its first spring season with the LCS. Mm -hmm. TSM removed themselves. There was yeah, long in the talks. They removed that's themselves. That's actually wild because we're gonna start a year without TLG mm. and TSM in the in the roster in the in the team region configuration mm -hmm. of the LCS. It's it's wild how much. Yeah, those were two huge last year, so yeah. Taking their place is Shopify Rebellion. Um mm -hmm. I don't know them enough, but we'll we'll kinda of see what I mean, this they're newish in esports in general. In all across esports, uh, yeah, pretty newish. Okay. Um, I okay. could find out right now, but I can't. But you can find out about. Mm -hmm. By the way, I could recommend you. They did up the the. I don't remember. I don't remember who. The guy from Shopify Rebellion did a an interview with with Jacob Wolf mm. in, for his Visionaries podcast. Gotcha. Uh, did you not? Oh, you didn't listen to that one? Okay, that's like a really good one. Uh, by the way, if you want to understand uh, like what their goals are and like what they're interesting to doing right now. Mm -hmm. case, because obviously you, whenever a new org comes in, you are like, okay, but what do you want to do? 
You know, mm -hmm. what are you here for? Exactly. Are you here just? Are you here? Are you here to like, like, um, how do I say it? Are you here like? Are you here to invest at the yeah. start and just win it all, or do you want to start small? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go? Clearly, they chose the start small and see how it's gone. They clearly mm -hmm. like the the build they have right now is clearly guided by someone. They 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 trusted their their they trusted their resources onto someone and they said, okay, build us a team and we we trust you that we're gonna do a good job. And I think that's a really good angle. You know, I think that's that makes sense. It's 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 a little bit like what energy did. You know, like mm -hmm. they came in and instead of just making something out of nowhere, they mm -hmm. said, okay, we trust what you have going on. So we're gonna let you run this for right now, and then we are gonna reevaluate at the end of the year what we're gonna do. And that's what they did. I mean, they did they did sack the guy who made a team. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, well, that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that because um, we don't want any like quick, uh, you know, they just want to get in, get a name, and then not invest or have no plan. <laughs> Immortals. <laughs> um, Teams that want to actually be a long-term part I think of the LCS. The, the interesting part about that podcast, by the way, was a little bit about the business aspect of how Shopify, mm -hmm. the esports the e organization, where do they get their, their resources and all that? Because I think some esports organizations really are, don't seem to like have a very solid, strong like vision or plan. Solid. Uh, yeah solid basis of where do they get the money to do all of these things and they rely on sponsorships that they cannot keep keep up Correct. and with <laughs> evil geniuses <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and it's like <laughs> i thought i thought i don't like, yeah i thought he's uh yeah and uh, i thought he's thought about that how they are like kind of independent because Shopify is a very big successful. So they are owned by Shopify, who is a very big successful brand yeah. that provides service mm -hmm. and like so they they they, they they're basically self-sustained and Shopify Rebellion in itself is like a, a marketing thing, you know, like you get to put your name mm -hmm. in all of these things and online shopping is something that everyone does. So it's used so it's like it's good eyes. Yep. It's a global yep. company. It's good. It's good eyes on this brand. Mm -hmm. So it's like the whole thing was really interesting. Uh, so if you can uh, look, check it out at some point, yep. Check out that part podcast too, so you get a little deeper dive into peek behind the scenes of the. LCS, Sorry, I got too to, mm -hmm. into that. But like, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's good. That's that's how we get people, uh, you know, understanding more than just watching what we are gonna watch. Um, but yes, they are the only team with the name Shopify, like uh, like you know a brand <laughs> in there. Well, Energy just announced that they have a partnership with Kia. Did you just yeah. see that? I did, they but gonna... they didn't put it in their team you... name. <laughs> uh, are you sure? <laughs> well, not according to Leak. Because um, right now their 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 display name on Twitter is Energy Kia. Energy so. Kia. Okay, this is gonna be like Damwon Kia all over again. It it sounds <laughs> like it. Yeah, I mean that's what it looks like. <laughs> Uh, they keep, maybe that's they keep, the direction that goes. Yeah, it says it here in the tweet. We are proud to become Energy okay. Kia League of Legends. So, congratulations. That was the 
there uh okay there it is for league specifically okay because yeah, i was looking at their defense. uh oh okay you were okay oh yeah, yeah. I oh, was looking at the NRG GG. So they have a name in deal with mm-hmm. the League of Legends. Okay. All right, we get to call them NRG Kia starting in 2024. Um, all of your old favorites are still here. Next week, we'll kind of break down all the rosters. But for today, we know our good old favorites Cloud9 is still there, 100 Thieves still there, Team Liquid still there, FlyQuest is still there, Immortals, and Dignitas will round out the eight teams. Uh, being that it's eight teams, notably, the schedule has not really changed much in the way that they'll approach it. It's going to be a double round robin, but with only six weeks of regular split and then a, I believe, a four-week postseason. Uh, no. Well, they ha- they're going to have uh, eight teams playing in, I mean, six, six, eight, six teams playing in the postseason with the top four getting double elimination. Um, the schedule was also released this past week and it's going to be interesting because we're going to play up to week 4 and then there's going to be a break before coming back in week 5 so notably the big part of February we're not going to have any LCS this is a very weird schedule to me overall mm. yeah it's a little bit disappointing so all of the announcements that we got were interesting mm-hmm. except for the point that we're legitimately reducing the amount of Watch time. I mean, not watch time. Like downtime. The amount of time that exists mm-hmm. for League of Legends. So, like, they're reducing the time between games, mm-hmm. and we're having less games because yep. there's two teams. There's two teams. Two teams less. We're having less games. Mm-hmm. We're reducing the time. Yep. And not only that, but like NACL is also reducing considerably the amount of games they're playing since they usually play best of two double round robin. They change mm. to best of three single round robin. So it's. It's actually such a huge change for like there's the number of games North America is playing. It's so much lower than the last split. Wow. Oh, that is unfortunate. That means fewer games to watch. Of course, the best of the, so for the NACL, then they, they only get to face each team once, right? Single round robin. Oh, NACL, yeah. It's best wow. of three, and it's fearless, so that's interesting. But mm-hmm. it is uh, less; it is a considerable less amount of game. <laughs> wow! But they'll still have that uh, big tournament, right, where they play against the T- mm-hmm. tier yeah, three. Yeah, we still have the tournament, but the regular season is different. Yeah. Well, uh, lots of changes to become. All one big final change that I am definitely a fan of. We're moving back to the weekends. They've tested that whole thing out with mm-hmm. the weekdays about the viewers and whatnot. I still don't know where they're getting their sources and backings from, but I am happy it's back on the weekends. It's going to be Saturday, Sunday with two super weeks where it starts on Fridays. Notably, week three and six will be super weeks. So, you know, we're going to have a, have a very long day if you follow the LEC too. So if you if you watch LCK and LPL, LEC and then LCS, that's a full day of just League of Legends. But we only care about the LCS. I mean, it is so odd. Like... Uh... <laughs> I do watch LEC, so it's like I would start in the mornings and then later you watch <laughs> LCS and if LCS ends around what eight seven, mm-hmm. then you have like what four series of NACL to get through. That's that's best of three, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of legal writings in a single day. <laughs> Look, your weekend will not be empty. I'll tell you that mm, for sure. Uh, are the NACL playing on the weekends as well? 
Mm -hmm. They're playing okay. after the LCS. Oh. Literally after. Wow. Right after. See that? That makes a little bit more sense for me. Now I get to watch and continue watching and continue that trend. And I get to see all the different players. All right. So lots of changes to come. And for this, our final segment, though, we're going to talk about just the rookies that will be coming in. I'll, like I said, next show, we'll dive deeper in, into each of their rosters. But uh, I've gathered some voices from casters of the NAC from last year who given mm -hmm. me their opinions about these rookies that are coming in. We will be touching on Masu, Meech, Xu, and Sniper. Although I think Xu did play in the LCS to sub in. Was it yeah, right? Yeah, I think he still counts as a rookie. Uh, yeah, I'm still... not entirely sure, but... <laughs> uh, I remember he... him from his amateur... Even if, mm -hmm. even if he's not technically, like, by the rules a rookie, he's pretty much a rookie, you know? <laughs> like, he has not exactly. played, has played up in okay. CS, so yeah. Mm -hmm. From the little that I remember... I mean, Dignitas was really hard to get excited about Dignitas for a big part of the split, but he impressed. Or for the last couple of years, <laughs> or longer. Yeah, yeah. That's Dignitas. What can what can you say? Nothing more to say. So let's start with Masu, and I'll get some of your thoughts. I'll start with Gordo Cass, his impression. Masu was the best prospect in any coming out of 2023. His trajectory is crazy. One split in amateur to one year in academy to LCS is wild. He basically taken Sniper's path with far less institutional help and slash hype. His game is pretty solid across the board. He's clutch. He's on good team, and I think he's a candidate to really surprise a lot of people. And from, uh, let's see, Grapes, Andrew Howe Grapes, uh, also a friend of the pot, he believes Masu is uh, better than Meech at this point and very excited about him. So anything to add? Anything you want to, you know, add to or contradict these uh, casters' impression of Masu? Oh, I mean, Masu is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else to say no? I mean he has a very good career path so far like he has been set up very well um, yeah I mean he came from amateur then last year he was dominating um, NECL he was really really impressive and he's deservedly uh, put into FlyQuest so I think I want to believe that they will set him up for success it's a little bit odd for me that they have a double sword of rookie. I know Busio is not a rookie, but he's still got a little bit of cooking to do. I feel he's... like right. Busio is pretty great. I, I like Busio a lot, but I feel like mm -hmm. he's still got a little bit of growing to do. So it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting to see them pair together two players that have a lot of learning to do on stage. So I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out. I hope it will be for the best. And I think Flacos definitely has the people to do it the right way. Succeed. For they sure. Have the resources, I mean. I mean. As we're... <laughs> well, they have the talent. They have the coaches. And they have mm -hmm. Papa Smithy. <laughs> right. Um, all mean, that plays into effect. Evil Genius score. Um, they have <laughs> Empire and Andrew Barton there guiding right? the situation. So. Mm, and they brought in Inspired. Again, we will talk about that roster, but Busio, we, we all thought it was either going to be very good or very bad for him last year when he was paired with Double Lift. So this time he's paired more with someone, uh, I guess, what? It's not similar. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
just well, just both of, young, young yeah. and and. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't. I honestly cannot say I know how it went with hundred years because. I didn't really listen to the comps <laughs> or like pay a lot of attention to them. But it's obviously like it's not the same to work with someone like, like when you're a rookie and go work with someone with double lift, like double lift, it it puts some some sort of pressure on you. You know, you know, like I mean, like Correct. to listen to what he says and to like do the things the way he wants them. Even if mm-hmm. you have ideas, maybe you don't feel like you can voice them. You know what I mean? It's a little yes. bit. So it's it it can be a little bit challenging if the rookie is not. Mm-hmm. It's not set up to say, "Hey, I think this, I think that," you know. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think double F is that inflexible, but it could still be something that happened. Right. We certainly speculate, you know, seniority kind of overrides some of the things that he might want to do because, I, as I understand it, Busio is a very uh, vocal player in his own right. But when you have mm-hmm. both Bjergsen and double lift in your team. Is your voice ever going to reach, you know, like a command? Have it the the the, the feeling I'm like sure you're on the he, same? I'm sure he was vocal, but yeah, definitely mm-hmm. can be a little bit difficult. And we're just speculating. And also, the team was doing really bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh, uh, that hundred thieves was something. He was a little bit on oh. fire. <laughs> Let's talk about Meech, our second rookie. Uh, Meech is mechanically incredibly gifted, especially in team fights. Um, you know, his laning has some flaws, and Gordo Cass is a bit worried if Hunter Thieves is playing a game plan center around the top, um, that he'll end up dying 1v1 or 1v2 come mid game a lot. An archetype, think of that. Wow, this is high praise from Gordo. He would say, like, Meech can. Have a similar archetype, not that he's Danny, but an archetype as Danny, but tough to call if he's nearly as good. So, uh, let's see. Again, Grapes uh, agrees. Meech is a very good in team fights, um, but not so much else in laning. So, any any other thoughts about Meech? This one, I yeah. I know are uh, the Oracle Elixir Discord really <laughs> loves this guy, but uh, I I would like to hear from you. Oh, you went there. Okay, they have some of the most <laughs> wild fans for Mitch there. Yeah, so Mitch definitely, well, my most, okay. Not fa- I don't want to say favorite, same favorite sounds, sounds really weird, but uh, one of my most uh, bri- vibrant memories of Mitch this last year was watching him and Breezy get completely rolled over by Skytech and links on Caitlyn Logs that we're playing Caitlyn Logs because I'm well, you know I'm a big fan of SkyTech and like mm-hmm. I was having the time of my life <laughs> no but like no Mitch is, Mitch, is, Mitch is really good so fun fact about the Danny comparison both Mitch and Danny were playing in amateur at around the same time mm. and then I think and then Mitch got competitive banning and that's why we only heard about him for him. Um, yeah, a year later, you know. That is a little bit unfortunate. Kind of ban. Yeah, Oof. people don't know mm. that. Wait, that's like I don't know that. <laughs> let me see. If, let me see if I can find it. I don't know that, but uh, that's uh, that's interesting to note. I, I, I'm I'm getting some a little bit of a what you call. Who is that guy from C9 last year? Uh, he never got banned, but he's known well known for his toxicity to the C9 mid laner. Oh my gosh, how can I forget M&S. his name already? MNS. 
Ooh. I don't remember when it was ha- when it happened actually, but like I was it was a thing that happened. <laughs> so it's gonna have its gap by the competitive band, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. We don't it happened, we move on, we have Mitch now, it's so cool. Look, sometimes those kind of reputations, fans do gravitate towards that. It's it's great to know. <laughs> uh um Again, we're going to stomp out negativity, put in some positivity. Next up we are talking about is XU. Like we mentioned, he had a one or two games in the LCS, but he's been uh, a fairly um, consistent figure for me, at least in the last couple of years for, I think, Dignitas um, and, and the Tier 2 team. I forgot what their name is, but... The description from Gordocast is XU was one of the best jungler in NACL spring before becoming a sub in summer. Um, he will be playing with Rich and Duff, and those are some of the best solo laners in the leagues, which they basically needs them to be. Um, let's see. Grapes also mentioned that XU... I think he... No, he didn't mention anything about XU, but I, I think he's a, a very aggressive jungler if i remember correctly he will look for those ganks but he's not always successful in those um overall i i think it is he's a bit more of a familiar name and watching him he's he probably won't be shell shocked to be in the lcs stage because he's already been on there anything you can add to xu um xu has a really great listen <laughs> <laughs> gotcha I feel like, I mean, uh, so many good junglers now. So, like, it's really rare mm-hmm. that we don't have uh, jungle prospects. We have so many of them. Uh, XU has been, in the past, has been good in, in ATL. That's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. He will have a tough time because he's going up against the likes of Blabber, it's, Inspired, River, it's really, Contrast. It's really, it's really that. I forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Um, let me go back to Mitch, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think I wanted to make a point, but I got distracted by the competitive band talk. <laughs> I got distracted <laughs> by it. <laughs> so, like, we all love it. I do agree that I think, I think I do worry a little more for Mitch than I worry about for Matsu because of the team setup they have. It's a little bit like they have a sniper on top lane, so it's like, you kind of have to play for Sniper, you know? And um, it's, I don't know. It feels like a really weird setup for them. I hope they, they do well, but yeah, 100 Thieves is like a really sh- strange thing because they have basically all the carries are rookies. And then they have mm-hmm. River and Ayla to, to like kind of glue it up together. It's, it's going to be a little bit it, hard, but. It's, it, it feels. So this time it feels well. It's a bit of a similar s- script from last year. Hundred Thieves trying to run two rookies. Yeah, but three is too much. Uh, like okay, two is fine. Yeah. But like three is a little bit too much. And I, I know Quid already played a split, <laughs> but like we're gonna count him as a rookie because, like, honestly, I don't think he learned that much last year because that <laughs> team was not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah I'm that's... not sure he was developing or learning or getting anything. Oh going no, on there not at all he was just thrown in to replace Bjergsen and then have to adjust with other players and yeah, and, they, and they replaced the top lane mm-hmm. yeah so I feel like it was a little bit disjointed and and like 
not to, and it's very different from last year with Hunter because Sniper really only has one split blade in tier two, and it mm-hmm. was not a very good one. But yeah. we don't want to talk about Sniper, right? Later, we are, yes, okay. We are. I won't go ahead, I won't go ahead, I won't go ahead. I just want to say that I agree that Mitch is really good team fighting. I agree mm-hmm. that his laning is not that. It's not the best. I agree mm-hmm. that um, I think he's probably less set up to succeed because of the way the team is built. But I still think he can mm-hmm. do really well. I mean, he was on DSG, the team that won um, the team that won NACL, and he was fantastic mm-hmm. there. So I think he's mm-hmm. very skilled, and I'm pretty sure he's going to show up. Show up, even if the team doesn't do great, he's going to show up and he's going to show why he deserves to be in the LCS. Uh, uh, now we can move on, on to... <laughs> so yeah, uh, XU, you said um, he was his... uh, a really good performer in the NACL. Basically, Dignitas was a really good team mm-hmm. uh, in NACL, like, solid top top team in the NACL for, for this last year. And a lot of it had to do with XU and, and Insanity. Mm-hmm. Coupling up and doing a lot of stuff. So I think if he can do it, uh, I think he can he can like have that same sort of... manage to build that same sort of thing with, with his new solo laners. The problem is that we don't really know the solo laners, you know? Um, right. So it really depends on that. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, he's going to have to, you know, be be very fluent in Korean. Not to tell you that. <laughs> uh, uh, team, between Rich uh, and Dove, right? Rich Dove, uh, Als Tomo. So Tomo. Could, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's. I think it shouldn't be too bad, but yeah. Good luck. Actually. Yes. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit more of a deep dive into into that team itself, but um. He 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 won't be called to do too much, um, mm-hmm. but certainly he has he like I already mentioned he listed off other junglers in the LCS that are that he's going to be facing and that's that's a tall order. But I'm excited for him. And so now we talk about the last rookie, um, Sniper General Sniper, now shortened to Sniper. For those who has been following him, people know he's the. Uh, brother of Viper, right? And there was another one. Indeed, there's family. another one called Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> They're all played uh, offline. <laughs> all are like, used to be Riven one tricks. That's what I, I remember. Know, I don't remember. Maybe I think so. Um, I don't actually remember about Crimson. I think so too, but like, it's it's really funny. Um, all the, the brothers, mm-hmm. I don't know what they feed that family. Yeah. Sniper is one of the most hyped prospects in the history of the LCS. He was challenger at a very young age, and he's like insane in SoQ. So like, you know, obviously he's he comes from the fact that his brother was also like a really high elo player, you know, like in former mm-hmm. pro player. Um, Viper was playing in academy even. I don't remember when was the last time he played, but uh, <laughs> he was playing very recently. So like. And very, you know, carry style, hard carry style, the type mm-hmm. of thing that Viper plays. Like, so, yeah, Sniper is a very high prospect, and I think the issue here is like, <laughs> um, yeah, this team. <laughs> you think he's coming in with 
you think he's coming with too much expectations? Because I even I have heard that of is a sniper. Okay, yeah, of course. I don't. I don't know. I I honestly don't know because I ha I don't. I haven't done like a lot of looking around in, in public mm -hmm. forums. I'm just. I'm just in my little bubble, and mm -hmm. my little bubble watched him in an ACL. As I'm telling you, he only played one split. Mm -hmm. He was not really at the top of the league. Like I think I have my expectations for him very tempered because, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm especially for the team that they built. It mm. looks a little bit like mm, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> well, that's but, interesting. But I cause... don't know about the mm -hmm. general public. You know, I don't know what's the public opinion about right now because people, obviously, if you have heard about General Sniper, everyone has heard about him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he's like and one of those probably to have. You know, no. Our casters agree with you. They are both tempering their expectations because one felt that Sniper was actually middle of the pack and mm -hmm. struggled at all points, um, you know, from laning to mid-game to late-game. For Gordo, uh, mentioning that he was, uh, he was okay. Um, he only played 28 games in the Tier 2. Mm -hmm. Didn't make play playoffs or summer. Um, he was good, but if he was if he was a random twenty year old, I don't think he would it would earn him a starting spot. So what happened with Sniper is that he got I'm pretty sure he got sick at the end of this mm -hmm. at the end of spring and he yeah, had he to be subbed out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He took time off. Yes. So he didn't even play a full season, and it's like okay, obviously there's health concerns and all that, but like mm -hmm. it's really hard like to come out of that and then not having played at all in summer. And then it's like he has to be put in LCS now, and it's like, gee, I don't know about that one. I feel top laners are a role that, unless you're nurturing them really well, it just can turn out to be really bad uh, if you mm. just put them in randomly. It has happened to a lot of people. So, and he has competition. I mean, he's going against Weepo, Fudge, Impact. Hey, our favorite Impact, Dokla. All of those. Do you uh, remember Fudge's first season, by the way? Say that again. Do you remember Fudge's first season? His debut split? Yes. It was not pretty. <laughs> I don't remember being that, pretty. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> and that's on a team that's good, you know? That's on a team like C9. Right. And that's on a team that actually catered <laughs> to him, that actually played for him. Like, this is what I mean. Like, it's kind of a hard position to put in someone, and I'm not sure. I hope for the best. I, I'm always hoping mm -hmm. for the best, obviously, but like. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's a bit. I'm tempering definitely. There, my expectations are super tempered. If he does badly, I'm not going to blame him for it either because I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't think it's completely his fault. <laughs> I don't know if he Look. should be putting me put in right now, to be fair, but yeah. Mm, but you know they they really <laughs> ran. Look, I need the thieves to really, really give him a longer leash, give him a full year, not just a split. Mm -hmm. I, 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 no, of course. I was really and not a fan. A that they, this is a player that they literally signed the moment they cooled. Like the second right. sniper was possible to be signed to a team, he had a mm -hmm. fat contract with a hundred thieves. Like he almost Correct. got one with a C9, I think, and then he. But he had a... They, they kept him. A hundred right. thieves was the one that got them. Well, they, yeah. him. And he was one of the most looked for 
prospects pursued get. like young and players. And he has, yeah, has absolutely. been since he, he's been around, no? So it's like they were always going to put him in. There's no reason to spend this much on someone and like have all of this ability to not let him play and to not give him the the entirety of the resources they can give him. The problem is that Hornetics right now do not have the many resources. <laughs> you uh, know what I mean? uh, look, they just got to sell a few more hoodies and we'll be this fine. This is not the Gucci era Hornetics, you know? This is not the... The collaboration nope. with Little Nas X era of Hundred Thieves, you know, like this is mm-hmm. this is this is a different time. So, yeah, this is <laughs> maybe like you know the very first time that a Hundred Thieves came on to the LCS kind of Hundred Thieves. Maybe even no, nah, I no, don't know. No, I mean they I were. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, we, we don't get side right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, well, uh, it remains to be seen. Really hope and pray that they give him a much longer leash than what they did to the tenacity. Mm. In any case, if you are a new fan, this would be a one of the ways to be a fan is to pick out a rookie and try to track him throughout the split, throughout the year. Root for a player, root for a team, just pick something out. Hit us up if you have questions. If you don't know where to start, we can point you in the right directions. With that said, we are concluding our first ever episode. Thank you so much for joining me, Andrea. Anything to sign us off with? Um, I became unprepared, so no. <laughs> Next time I will have something fun. I am like, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit sleepy right now, so I promise I will get better. We are going to work really hard to make this um, much more informed podcast and like try to make everyone excited about the LCS. And especially on my side, you know, I care a lot about the NHL. I'm really, really looking forward to the announcements, particularly DSG has not announced their team. Like, these guys has not announced their team. Uh, I'm like, we all know no. who, we all know the team because uh, Pokemon account, but like, uh, they have not <laughs> announced their team. And there's some, there are some things that are still not confirmed. So I'm like, looking forward to that. Like, I'm very excited about oh my gosh. NHL this mm-hmm. season. So I will be here chilling for all my favorite development players every single week. So, that's why I'm gonna. That that's, that's what my, that's my role. That's my role here. You know that that's my mission in life. So, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. All right, guys, stay with us throughout the year. There will be a lot of exciting things going on. Hey, and you might even have a chance to appear on the show yourself to give us your take oh, while right. you are a fan. We will love to talk to you if you are a fan of the LCS. If you have a particularly favorite player that you want to talk about, that you want to tell us about their career or even NACL players, if you want to tell us about who, why, I have this favorite player. You can come to us and talk to us, and you can be on this show talking about them. Um, so please do that if you are interested. We would love to hear about yep. fans. We would love to hear about what makes you a fan. That's exactly the Absolutely. type of thing we care about. Absolutely. So until next time, guys, do the right thing. Be a fan. <laughs>